A very warm welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the second uh, episode of the Isaac in Sri Lanka podcast through the eyes of a trendsetter. And uh, I am your host, uh, Mr. Arfan Nazar, uh, current MCVP for Incoming Global Talent of Isaac in Sri Lanka. Um, today, we have a very interesting guest with us who is here to talk on a very specific and a very uh, amazing theme. So the theme goes as this. It is impossible to I am possible. And it is through the eyes of this ISEC trendsetter. And my guest today is none other than Mr. Isuru Premathilaka, who is the current ISEC International Regional Director for Asia Pacific. He was previously the Regional Manager Entity Development for ISEC in Asia Pacific uh, in the term 1920. And he was the President of ISEC in Sri Lanka in the term 1819, National Director for Customer Experience of ISEC in Vietnam in the term 1718. And the member committee vice president for incoming global volunteer uh, of ISEC in Sri Lanka in the term 1670. So it's a huge uh, array of experience. Um, so it's, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very proud and um, good privilege for me to have you here as uh, our guest uh, for the second episode. Hello, Afan. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me here and the introduction. It is a pleasure to talk to a membership for ISEC in Sri Lanka. Okay, amazing, Hi. amazing. Uh, thank you for accepting this invitation. Okay. So it's sort of jumping straight um, into the questions. Um, so, you know, like out of the ordinary, only few people manage to stand out as trendsetters. And, you know, being an organization like ISEC, we are striving to produce um, the leaders and the next set of people who disrupt and who change things. Um, and, you know, we are very honored to present, uh, uh, like we are very honored to re- that you uh, as an ISEC in Sri Lanka alumni, as a member who grew up uh, in this entity, you have uh, amassed such a reputation and such a position within the organization within ISEC itself and you have changed uh, ISEC uh, in Sri Lanka and you have etched your name in the history books. Uh, so tell us a bit about yourself and what inspired you and the kind of journey that led you to go to where you are today and uh, just a bit about yourself so that the people, our listeners who are listening, they get inspired and they know your journey. Okay, thank you. Thank you for the great interaction, Arfan. Um, I mean, yeah, like I think uh, that's one thing in terms of um, working in the organization and for a couple of years and being here today. Um, looking back, I think it was a very interesting journey um, for me personally, and I really enjoyed it. That I think that's the most important part. And um, so, yeah, I think like for me, like if I'm talking about what inspired me to be here today, and uh, what makes me here and i think one thing that like honestly i would say one simple thing which is the people like if i look back i would say like i get the chance to work with a lot of different people in this uh isaac journey in the past couple of years and um, also like they that influence that they created on me as well as the influence that the learning that i had i can gain through working with them was one major thing that inspired me to be here like working with them and understanding them and it's it's a very interesting thing in terms of seeing how different people work as well as seeing uh, different nationalities. Like it's not only like oh, people from Sri Lanka, but it's also from people from different part of the world. Um, as well as like what what kind of journeys that they go through in their life and how much learning that you can get for your life through that. So I think there is one major thing that inspired me the most to be here. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I think like it, it's uh, uh, yeah, as I said, like it's it's a very um, memorize like mesmerizing journey um i think it's it's very limited opportunity that um, a lot of people might not get in terms of uh like i'm, I'm like in in this kind of age like where you get the chance to go to different countries work with different people and uh, work in a global organization i think that is an 
rare opportunity grateful uh, that i get the chance to go through that amazing amazing um and uh, i'm pretty sure like the people who have uh, experience uh, working with you can relate to it like i personally uh, had the privilege in my experience to work with you at some point in my as a career um okay interesting so moving on with the next question so like uh, what i want to know is like your journey i'm pretty sure like just like any other you might you you've had your ups you've had your downs and through all like through this entire experience it created a lot of learning opportunities and for you what were the main uh, challenges that you faced uh, during your experiences uh, in sri lanka and i would also love to know more about uh, the kind of challenges that you faced when you were working as the regional manager uh, for asia pacific and uh, because definitely you you've explored a different culture and different uh, people uh, while working in these roles and how were you able to overcome them i'm pretty sure because a lot of young people that we have in isec right now do see uh, the possibility of them applying for more roles in the future and uh, they could definitely get uh, an interesting side of how you adapted to these things yes um okay yeah i think yeah. i think alfan and me like we talk about this couple of times as well when we like hanging out and um, you're trying to see like what are the differences in um the culture in sri lanka like working in sri lanka and working in different part of uh, another part of the world or in the region itself um so i would say like the challenges are very okay one part can be very different and but other parts can be very similar the different part i would say is like how uh the challenges that we face when you're working in 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 the local context if you are coming from this culture itself if you are born and like uh, raised up in sri lanka then you might have your family with the context your family with the environment like you uh, uh yeah you lived with that right so like with that like that part is like sometimes you don't even notice like this is a challenging part like what when you go to another country when you start working in there like you start notice okay yeah, this is not where i was brought up like this is this is a completely different environment i had to learn things even like how to get a bus or how to get um um i mean like like these things are very minute but at the end of the day like when you trying to do something example like whatever the if you are working in a mco if you are working in a not even like it doesn't need to be nice like if you go somewhere and like you really need to do something uh but at this point like these minor things are the one that comes to the execution level when you go to the execution these are things that actually matters so this in your working here these things become an privilege for us and we start to uh yeah we 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 start to get around but in here the challenges comes in oh like if you get the chance to work with uh, different teams or different people uh, or like external factors that we don't really um take into account in the beginning i think this is one of the thing that we experience many times like we try to um do something example like if you build a if you are lc member like if any we are trying to do a project and at the end you have to cancel the project oh yeah why not the school says no like you cannot get the foreign interns to my school anymore um so this kind of challenges like and uh, so this is like more into execution level when you go there like you face this kind of difficulties and challenges which of course like we also uh, also get a chance to face um in the different positions that i held in uh, i said in in sri lanka and uh, then when you go to like global context i think it's a different thing like one thing one major challenge that i would say is the uh, cultural integration like i would say this is something that we don't really notice uh, as long as like we are in the local context uh, because one thing is that when you go there like you see the people coming from different cultures and cultures and the things that very 
normal to you are not normal to them anymore like it's it's not normal in a team context if you are working with the last year i was working in a team of uh, six nationalities um in the regional office uh, where they had wow. different beliefs they had different uh, yeah the the beliefs coming in into the place and right now i'm working in a team of 20 nationalities is a completely different spectrum um so i think this is this is like other things that we don't really see as challenges but when you go there like you try to you understand oh like this is actually something um that you need to be thinking about uh but i think the learning part of that is that i think if i go to the culture part right i think one of the major learning that i had in the past couple of years is like accepting people as who they are like this is i i don't know like it's how deep i can um emphasize this factor in terms of how much that we can go into like i think this is something that we see in in sri lanka even in your local context right maybe you're in a team maybe you're in a working with different people and you see like people coming from maybe you're seeing a people person coming from different perspective but don't really agree with and uh, maybe you see a person working in a different way which do, you don't really uh, accept okay this is not the way that i work um but i think like one thing that we need to accept is so oh, people are who they are and like yes they have capacity to change and all this stuff but at the end of the day um if you need to be accepted for who you are then you need to accept other people as who they are and um so how you do that you develop empathy you and try to understand different people different perspectives uh you make generous assumptions about intention like this is one of my major learning in india like um i think last time when we were working in a different nationalities we see uh even when you imagine that you get an put an idea like there can be a lot of people get defensive or people say oh, oh like oh this is not going to work because of this this is reasons but at the end of the day if you look back and think what is the intention of this person saying this or it's for the same intention of getting thing done successfully or it's it's not about oh like oh i i want to be the a bigger person here or like no like that that is reality that we observe uh in in our organization that is i think that is something that um it's a privilege again in i said contact itself because i have seen like in outside it's maybe it's a little bit different uh but again like i think this intention is something uh, very important that you need to be thinking about uh that can be applied for ourselves even no matter where you working in um accept people as they are make sure that you are practice empathy um as well as um the make generous assumptions about the intention that will help you to be a good team player uh and yeah at the end of the day achieve your team goals nice nice that's amazing and uh, i mean just for our viewers uh, to kind of understand the experiences that he uh, is is going through like uh from working in a team of six international attorneys so i was really like uh, really interested with that because um in isec the beauty of it is that you get to experience this diversity and you get to experience this cluster of so many different cultures which is like fabulous and this helps you grow and as a person all right um so as an organization uh, which an organization like isec which what i've personally experienced and seen is like we really believe in the kind of values that we have and our values are so clear we have six values and we have four leadership qualities and uh, this is how we define uh, a person or the kind of people that an organ in an organization should behave um, so values have been an integral part of what isec is and who are the people that isec uh, takes um so coming to this question my question uh, to this is that what is 
the leadership uh, quality that you most admire and that you really uh, take a lot? I'm, I'm pretty sure as an ISEC, we take all four, but uh, what would be that leadership quality and what would be that value that you love to live up to the most uh, so that our viewers could get uh, more understanding on this as well? Um, I think like this is something that we get the chance to reflect a little bit back. Um, we're thinking about, okay, what if you, even if you look in the overall organization, what we see the most members practice as a value, what most members practice as leadership quality. Um, I think like different people have different opinions for sure. But I think for me, um, if I had to pick up a leadership quality for myself, DQ, I would pick self-aware. Um, why I'm picking this is basically, I think, I believe this is an fundamental leadership quality. I believe like at the end of the day, like, it's about you. It's about like individual as people, like what kind of, um, how much you can build an understanding about yourself. And through that, only you will get an environment for other people to become better versions of themselves. So even if you think of a leadership perspective, like, okay, your role as a leader is to guide and uh, set of people, a set of team members to achieve a goal. Uh, at the end of the day, if you are not very clear about what kind of person you are and what kind of leadership qualities that you have, strengths, weaknesses, then you might not be doing a very good um, calling, guiding or coaching your team member in order to achieve the goal. So for me, like I believe this is as a fundamental quality, leadership quality for me. And um, I really like that. And then if I talk about and value, I think one value that I admire the most in from Isaac values is uh, demonstrating integrity. Um, so this why why I'm picking this is um, this means to me is about being very open or being very transparent about your actions or like for me this this combine of different values that I see outside. One thing is accountability, like you as a person, how much accountability that you can take actions and um, how much people trust you. Right. So like when if you are very clear, if you are very vulnerable, if you are willing to go forward and say, okay, this is my intention, this is what I want to achieve. And then people who like they will be able to, it will be easy for them to connect with you as well as there won't be any judgment toward your actions. And um so I think this this is something if everyone of us can practice. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm practicing hundred percent perfectly every day, but this is something I'm striving to practice and I believe that that will create a very open and uh, very friendly environment and very safe environment for everyone in the organization. Uh, yeah, so that's for me. Amazing. And and I, I, and I really want to touch on the, on the lines of, you know, trying every day because uh, what I really found interesting was that, you know, you, in ISEC, uh, the thing is you really can't be uh, the best person, but at the same time what happens is you get a lot of, uh, you get a lot of time and you get a lot of opportunity to learn and just to reflect and enjoy the process of just at the end of the day striving to become much more better. So adding on to um, the question of learning and growing uh, as an individual in ISEC, Isuru, I have a question. What was the best advice uh, someone gave you in ISEC and how did that advice resonate with you? Okay, it's, it's a little bit, little bit difficult to reflect because, um, <laughs> okay, so I think like it uh, it's can come from different people, I guess. Um sweet concept of like uh, inspiring leaders and triggering leaders in the organization or oh, like it's, it's not only like ISEC but even like outside I am at both uh, for sure like I did have uh, leaders who inspired me uh, to become a best and as well as leaders who triggers me uh, to do a good job and um, 
but i think at the end of the day the advice can either come from both them um yeah i think like one thing okay this this sound little bit a little bit how can say um uh okay i would say the best advice that i have received so far is like does uh you're part of something bigger than yourself right so i think that is something that triggers a lot of um a lot of things that looking like it, it doesn't mean that you are insignificant it doesn't mean that you are like you're not contributing or anything but it it's it's only means that whatever that like or whatever the things that going to around you or with you and all this stuff like at the end of the day like it's you're contributing to something much much bigger or much much better like why I, i don't want to i don't want like put this forward is because i don't want to sound it as like oh like whatever you do it you should be always like compromising yourself you know to like achieve the organization goals or like anything but no that, that's not what it is it it means about like like the the platform that you're working in right now you have a responsibility toward building making sure that people can come there and be as good as you or better than you in the future so whatever the thing that you are going through whatever thing that you're doing you need to always think about or oh, there will be and if you learn something from this organization if you develop if you believe like you learn or you develop something to this organization we have to admit that there will be another person out there who can do the same thing who need to get the chance to do the same thing that, that that's an that's an that's an opportunity that we should do that so i think like so that is something we need to keep in our mind in terms of or if we do something to harm this today and if we if if attack is not there anymore like tomorrow you there will be like around thousand of youth like who the chance who should have who could have gone the chance to opportunity to come here and become great leaders or do something great in the future might lost it so that's what it means by like you're part of something bigger than yourself for me and i think that is one of the great advice that i received um so yeah i think that is something that always uh, drives me in terms of looking saying yeah like that 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 you need to you have a responsibility you have a uh, thing to like pass it down to the next generations um in the organization amazing amazing um and definitely i would like to touch a bit about that is that uh, a lot of the times like we talk about sustainability or isec like when you come to the organization uh more than like developing yourself it's very essential to make sure that you're giving something back to the organization so that the next person coming in uh, can develop leadership and can experience isec the way you experienced it All right um so touching on those mm-hmm. lines of uh, development and touching on those lines on creating a sustainable isec uh what i want to know is uh is you like uh, you know when we look at isec uh, when we uh, look at the kind of contribution our members give to isec sometimes uh, it's very hard to distinguish how this adds up uh, adds up and helps uh, someone's personal life or professional life and you know you being a person who has reached great heights in isec and it has shaped you uh, in so many different ways to become the person you are today we would love to hear how your experiences in isec has enriched uh, your personal and professional life up to this date how it has kind of empowered you to understand things uh, from a personal and professional perspective uh much more better so would really love to uh get your insight on how that has helped you and how it could possibly help more isecs as well okay cool uh so i think from my side uh so this is a very interesting question right one thing that i 
I remember like even throughout in my ASEC journey in past couple of years, there has been movements. For sure, I'm, I was thinking, oh, is it worth what I'm doing right now? Is it actually going to add value to myself in the future? Right. And then at some point I was like, oh, yeah, like maybe like it's not maybe you should go out and find a job or maybe you should like go to a career or something. Um, but I believe like one thing is that this is like this is um, uh, this is also something that like someone uh, mentioned to me, like when I was like actually going through this kind of period and uh, someone told me like what you're looking for is uh, actually it's inside the cave that you enter. Like, I think this is a very famous quote. And in terms of um, if at some point, if you're thinking, oh, should I actually do this? Should I actually do so this? This is me to go ahead and do what I want to do. Um, then maybe like, maybe that might be something that you actually want in your life in the future. And maybe that might be something that's going to connect you or whatever the thing that you want to achieve. I think like one, one thing that I'm seeing in the organization is that the, if I, if you ask me what gives it the most is the, it gives some platform for you to find what you really want to do. Or if I say like what your passion is, right? So I think that is the most important part. I, I don't know, like if have faced this dilemma in, in at some point of your life and maybe like you might be familiar with what I'm saying, like, um, you don't really know whether this is exactly what you want to do, but this is what you are doing right now. So because of that, you keep doing it and maybe you try to figure out something else in the future. Like maybe you don't really have a clear idea where you're going to end up, but you cannot say no to whatever that you're doing right now. So because of that, you keep doing it, keep continuing it. But at some point, like uh, the people can end up in two different places. People like either can be, oh, they realize, okay, this is exactly what I want to do. This is what I love to do. And they keep doing that in the rest of their life. And, um, or maybe like people will feel frustrated. Oh, this is not what I want to do, but I, there's no going back for me right now. And they live each and every day of their life with regrets, with a lot of frustrations. So this was more scary for me than the afraid or the the fear that I was having, whether know, not knowing whether this will actually add value to me. Like it was more scary to think, okay, I will uh, spend a life that is full of regrets, um, than thinking, oh, like I don't really know what's going to happen. It's more right. So like I think eventually, like with after a couple of years, it gives me a clear direction, um, in terms of looking, okay, what I really like to do. Right. And in terms of, uh, in the last couple of years, actually, like I got a chance to see, oh, like I want to be in this kind of a position or this kind of a career option in the future. And then, uh, along with that, like then I can see my things I have been doing so far in ISAC in the past couple of years, I would connect with I want to do as well as things that I want to do, I can do in future in organization, how it can connect what I want to do. So all these things, I think that connect at some point. Okay, this is specifically for me. Uh, different people who are comfortable with different things. Like there are people who are who need to know with certainty, like what is the future for them going to look like. There are people who are it's okay. Like I don't need to know certainly. Like for the next five six years is going to be look like, and then because of that I, I can take whatever the path that I want to take. So if you're that kind of person, then maybe you are very. Uh, because I'm that kind of person, I don't really need to know exactly how it's going to look like for me. Uh, so because of that, I'm more comfortable with, uh, with uncertainty. But, uh, people, if you want for certainty, you like, 
either you can go for one path in terms of looking into exactly what you want to achieve and with the organization can contribute uh something that we are famously saying back then is like um isaac cannot give you everything but you can take anything from isaac right so it's it's more like uh if you know like what you want to what you want to get if you know what you want to achieve then it's not that hard for you to find that in the organization and then it's actually something that we can work for um so i believe like this is kind of a uh just been for me like connecting what i want to do in the future and i'm very happy that i gained some skills and competencies like along the way working this organization and um but apart from that I believe like it's it's not it's not um of course it's not a like um uh like smooth journey like there will be a lot of ups and downs uh which you have to accept um yeah i believe i believe that's that's uh me amazing amazing i mean just um, understanding on that journey and uh, even when i'm when i'm able to like personally reflect on it it really gives uh, the experience that isaac gives you really gives you a sense of understanding on what it is that you truly want in life uh, and what uh, shapes a lot of perspective i really can relate and agree to your story and uh, how you uh, particularly put all those things forward all right um so we're sort of moving on to a very dynamic part of uh, our conversation today and uh, it's about covid-19 and it's about the way leadership and uh, view the world view has changed around this subject uh, and you know something that i've always admired about isaac was the fact that the organization is very dynamic and it keeps changing and there are lots of new elements that are coming in uh but covid-19 was uh, something the pandemic was something that really changed uh, like perspectives of organizations and businesses and every single uh, uh, entity uh, about the way, about the way things need to change uh and you know the leaders today are experiencing in isec the leadership that isec produces now they're experiencing something completely different uh so what I, what i want to know is like how do you think that isec uh, especially in the current age uh, at the current moment can empower leaders uh, to survive this crisis and to develop leadership in the process so i think like um i think this pandemic situation was very interesting uh in the past year in terms of a lot of organizations or a lot of people had to reflect back on how they operate or how they uh work with people and what kind of work culture that they drive or what kind of uh, organization culture that they drive so i think like the it was common for isaac as well like looking into i think we should be like one of the first organizations to like get affected from this uh pandemic because of course we need to exchange right and like that is the uh most most important part for us and then that is should be something that we need to be reflecting uh i think like uh, i think like uh, apart from that if you look into the external context we saw how much leadership matters in this time period like how much what kind of role that leadership um is need to play in this kind of is this kind of time period we saw some leaders are struggling to make like right decision or even worse we saw some leaders like making the wrong decisions and not accepting that it was so and um we saw some uh, people lacking of empathy like toward what's going through like toward other other people like i think like this is and if i actually reflect like excuse me like three things that that this pandemic taught us like major three things about leadership the first thing is that you don't need to be in a leadership position to come lead uh, i think that is something very important we saw people like take care of the trees like there are people rising up to the occasion and um, 
doing the right thing behind uh, for the for the community around them and trying to provide the best or like making uh creating and like um it can be creating a better community for everyone and we saw like another thing that we observe is like empathy is crucial skill for any leader like we saw uh that leaders need to be looking after the the people that they're following or people around them or people in the organization um and even like you cannot empathize only for the more in this particular situation because people are like coming with families and there's a lot of other things that are going on they're taking care of like the the overall life of the people entangled with everything that's going on so which means that as a leader you need to be taking care of all the stuff the so empathy is not only about or oh, how you feel today right no that, that that's not enough anymore like it should be about like exactly understanding what whatever the things that people are going through and uh, trying to adapt to that or trying to provide and uh, support for that uh we we see in that we see the real leadership as well as we so like um how you manage crisis so how much you are how much you are being how much decisions that you can take in this uh how fast that you can adapt how fast that you can make uh uh create decisions and understand like your organization and how you can make sure that you are surviving in there how we saw organizations trying to adapt and being agile like toward whatever things that going on so i think like looking into isaac like we have been telling this for a long period of time we actually looking like we are talking about um we believe in leadership we are talking about oh leaders are not born leaders are made uh, we can uh, we believe like everyone can be become a leader and then we believe like leadership has these uh, fundamental qualities qualities and this is uh, this is kind of leaders that we want to believe uh, create right and then uh, if you look in like we talk about uh, example we talk about uh, being solution oriented this is all about like like making decisions being ensure that you are agile enough uh you are making like um, whatever crises that coming in your way how you can keep uh, ensuring that you are moving forward with that situation uh we talk about the qualities like uh empowering others we where we talk about how the how how you can like work with other people around you and uh, allowing them to be become better version of themselves we talk about leadership qualities like world citizens we are like we are aware of whatever the, what what's happening around us and uh, becoming the be adapt to that uh, situation uh, so likewise i think like all these leadership qualities that we talk um, i think it's it's comprises of it it comprises of things that we need in a that the individual can is required for like to become better leader in a long period of time but in this pandemic period allowed us to see how much it is important in a short period of time so i think this is this is very that's why i'm saying this is very interesting um pandemic or this is a very interesting situation where we, it allowed us to reflect a lot uh so i believe like the organization um the fundamentals are very clear and fundamentals will allow you to um being that creating that leader that the world requires because that that's at the end of the day that's what we want to achieve we want to achieve the world peace we want to actually make sure that the the leaders are making the right decision to avoid these conflicts and uh, allowing them to uh, allowing them to like create a better world better community so so the fundamentals are allowing us to do that but it's all about execution it's all about like how we're going to do it so i think that is the part that we are we need to be looking hardly inside like and see like oh yeah like is this the only way that we can 
do this? Can we do it like any other way? Like what more that we can do? Like how we can engage more youth? How we can uh, create a bigger impact to our community? So if you talk about like uh, uh, we have, we talk about engage and develop every young person in the world, which is a very pretty huge goal. And um, so yeah, so I think these are the things that we can, we actually need to like thinking about. And if we are actually need to like get a bigger impact in this situation. Uh, and definitely, like, I was looking forward to that uh, interesting idea on how, uh, like, agility uh, is an important concept at the moment with leadership. Because uh, if we see, uh, ev- with everything that's happening in the world, it just pushes the leaders that we have right now to think out of the box. And innovation and agility is a concept that is uh, continuously pushed out. And that was something that I uh, actually seek. Uh, and I'm really happy uh, for the answer that I got. And yes, you did answer the question. All right. Um, uh, so moving on to my next question. Uh, this is something that I believe that every single person uh, who went through the pandemic can answer in some different way. Uh, but I believe uh, for someone like you who has been in ISEC, an organization that is dynamic and you've experienced different things in the organization. But I want, what I want to know is during the COVID-19 pandemic, what was uh, your key learning out of it? Or how did you uh, come out of this process, this pandemic? And uh, what kind of learning did you acquire during this process? I think like, yeah, pandemic hit like of us in very different ways. Um, it, it believe, I mean, like it's, it's depend on like where you are, like what you're doing and most things like sometimes like, uh, to be honest, like I'm, I was like most of people around me was privileged enough. Like we didn't really see the extremes of the pandemic. Like that is something that I'm grateful for. But of course, like, which means that there are people who are out there, like, who experienced a lot of streams from the pandemic. I think the situation, we cannot even, like, start to see, like, where, what are the experiences that they have to go through, uh, which is something that, of course, like, to, uh, we need to consider, uh, looking to the community. But I think, like, talking about me, I think, uh, it was very interesting because I think like for me, like when, when the pandemic was written, like I was actually in Philippines, like we were in the regional office and uh, then we directly went into like, um, I think that was the longest lockdown we ever had in like any any country. So around like around 80 days lockdown um, where you couldn't like leave the house, but like there's nothing and like all this stuff, which is in another country and um, uh, living in like same, uh, same environment for a long period of time. Uh, I think like this is one thing that one important thing that was i was learning is that how much um how much it is like how important it is that you focus uh you pay attention to your mental well-being i think this is something that this is something we start talking a lot even with the pandemic situation i don't know whether now it's being like cliche or like talking about like mental health but i don't think it should be I think it should be something that we should always be talking about, like mental health. Something that's I think sometimes we don't really pay attention to this because the life goes by, right? Like it's life happening, like there's a lot of things happening around your life. You go out, you meet friends, or like sometimes you, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes like you have a lot of dynamic things that you can focus on, which can make your life interesting. But at the in this kind of situation, you get the you see like oh you don't have a lot of options and it can actually affect to the mental well-being uh, of yourself and you can actually see like uh, sometimes you feel doesn't really 
uh, your energy is like in, it, it physically affects you like how you maintain your relationship with other people how do you uh being part of a team or like how you contribute to uh something bigger or like uh the even your work and all this stuff it, it completely changed right so i think this is something that um that's something that i want to pass down a message for everyone as well in terms of taking care of yourself like it has not been an priority or it has not been like something we put a lot of attention into but we should like at the end of the day like it's 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 individually like um individually like you should be be in a good state like if whatever that you want to do like that comes with like maintaining your health as well so like i think that is something um that that um that i want to add and something that i bigger learn that i got um i think another thing that i nothing one one interesting thing is that i think another one of bigger learning is that when we push to the edge how much things that we can do like we saw different people doing a uh, million things like we saw a lot of innovation coming in like inside isaac outside isaac like even different markets we saw new, new softwares new apps new things that come in to help uh, different people we saw new uh, systems like being implemented we saw new uh, organization bill set up like to uh, address different uh, issues that going on so like and they are like elegant solutions as well like example that some things that we using like coming soon uh like these kind of solutions were there but like people move to um this technological um transformation or digital transformation that we we're looking for we're trying to achieve in more uh, past couple of years it happened like all of a sudden like it's it's not that we don't have the capacity it's just that it's it's all about the urgency of the people that is something that uh, i learned it's um i'm not saying like okay we should be creating an agency every day so that people will be doing better that's that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is like there's a lot of potential inside people that we don't really realize and if we actually can explore that there can be a lot of different uh, beautiful things that we can come out of it there we saw like a lot of people like i don't know even like right now uh, if you go on like instagram and you can see a lot of people they are running their own businesses um even like a lot of you see like a lot of small businesses coming in in a way which is something really good like that is something that we really need we need entrepreneurs we need uh, innovators like in the in the country in, the, in any economy so like that we can uh, build a bigger uh, better economy for like overall for the country uh, so i think this this kind of pandemic situation allowed people to explore this potential that they never really explored and create something big or something better um for the for the community for the world so i think these are like i think if i if i if you ask me like two key things like this is i think i would say these are two major learnings that i had um from the pandemic period wow that's uh, that's really intriguing like looking at how someone can grow uh, even out of a crisis uh, is uh, something that is very unique uh, i just want to like add uh, something very interesting that once i uh, heard uh, i actually read this uh, with john f kennedy Uh, how we define the word crisis so he said it was in ancient chinese i'm not sure, i'm not sure if i recall this properly but uh, crisis um, in ancient chinese is also another word for opportunity uh, which presents an opportunity in this case um, so what i felt was like uh, in the pandemic many people what they realized is that this was a great time to actually learn something even in a crisis there's always an opportunity to find yourself okay moving on we have a very very interesting segment uh, and this is going to be a fun segment and it's a, it's going to be a total surprise uh, for isru i hope um, so we are <laughs> going to go to the rapid fire round questions 
Yes, and in the rapid fire, what we're going to be doing is I'll ask you a series of questions and you can uh, answer them. But the, the catch is you have to answer very quickly. So you can't take a lot of time. You have to answer quickly. And this is going to uh, intrigue us also and our audience is going to get to know you uh, in a much more uh, different and informal manner. Cool. Okay. So the first question for the rapid fire is if a genie granted you three wishes, what would you wish for? Oh, uh, okay. I think uh, my first wish would be given that I cannot ask for more wishes. And um, I think <laughs> I think my first wish would be like, for sure, create a world without boundaries. Like this is um, more, okay, to be honest, like go in, uh, be specific, create a world without visas. So I don't know if you like, if you travel, <laughs> like you try to travel in like different worlds, you might have experience. Like this is not something that I I don't even understand the concept of visa, and uh, but yeah I think like one thing would be world without visa, and then second one would be, um yeah I think like I would say more empathy like to everyone I don't know like people can understand each other better, um I think for me, um okay I would say this is. Okay, this is for me. Like, I just, I just wish uh, I could <laughs> get something um, Yes. <laughs> and this is, I would say, I would get a chance to. Uh, I don't know whether you watched the movie Jumper. Like, this is something that's very interesting. So, no, that I haven't watched it. Okay. So, this is, this, this Jumper movie is more like you can, like, go to any place where you think of uh, in from a movement. So, like, yeah, I think that is like teleportation. That's 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 super cool. I mean, even in your even in your wishes, like uh, the way you look at it is very wonderful. Like you see the bigger picture, which is something that I really want our listeners to take from this. Okay, uh, second question: What would you tell your younger self? Like, what advice would you give to your the to the younger Isuru? Uh, okay, I think I think the best advice that I can give is like everything will be okay because um um. Because I think like that is something that when I look back, like I was very, sometimes I feel like I was very panicked about like, oh, am I going with my, what I'm doing with my life and like what, what, what's, what the hell that's going to happen to me in the future and stuff like that. But I think like, yeah, I think like I love, while now I'm looking back, I think everything happened for a very good reason. So like I'm that, if I can say something, I could be like, yeah, everything will be okay. Uh, so yeah, I think that's 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 the only advice that I would can give. Uh, third question: Are you a morning or a night person? Um, night person. Nice, that's good. Okay, where would you go if you were in- invisible? Um, where would I go if I was invisible? Um, I would probably. Okay. Come on, it's it's a rapid fire. You can't take too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking too much time. But I think like I would take um. I would know. I, I would probably go to like some uh, like sacred or like where you can't. Uh, it's prohibited for people to enter like this place like that. <laughs> I I actually don't know like what exactly it would be, um, but I'm more I'm very intrigued by. I'm very curious person, so like I like to see what behind that door. I I think maybe area fifty one. <laughs> yeah, probably if I'm not getting shot at like then. It's... Um. All right. What is your biggest addiction? Okay. Considering. I think my biggest addiction is okay. <laughs> this is hard. Um, I would say Netflix. Oh my god! I would probably say Netflix. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's 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 yeah. It's it's a little bit time consuming and um, but mostly yeah. But it, it's it's sometimes. I, I, what what did you last watch on Netflix? I think last new thing that I watched on Netflix is this 
movie called um it's about this guy climbing Mount Everest. I, I don't really remember like the name, oh. uh, but it's very interesting. Uh, this black guy climbing Mount Everest to like nice. win the win the heart of a girl. So like that's that's Ooh. so sweet. Uh, but yeah, I'm currently watching Breaking Bad again, so which is something. This one is very interesting. If you could talk to the president, what would you talk about? I'll probably talk about the. This is very easy because I have talked about this, thought about it a lot of time. I mm-hmm. think about um, the youth engagement. All right. Uh, because I think that is something we are missing out. I think like this is in terms of um, why it's that because I think like right now like there's a lot of we have all this is has complaint right. There's a lot of old people gathering to home and trying to make decision for young pe- on behalf of young people. But I believe like it should be a combination of both of these perspectives and young people should have a say in the policy making directly. Uh, and there should be a board or like there should be a council that can provide this. Yes, that's that's very interesting. Okay, uh, back to a more fun question. So, would you date an actress or a supermodel? Can I just neither? I mean, it's uh, you have to select one. <laughs> um, uh, 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 I don't know. Like, it it doesn't really matter. Like, I date the person. Like, I I don't know. Like, it's come on, ask the actress. Ask the actress. Okay, I would say actress. I would say actress. Um, <laughs> Because yeah, it's it's more like a lot of fame comes with that. Yeah, I, I think it's like an actress can also become a supermodel. True, it's okay. it's skill based. It's, it's okay. Both of them are skill based professions. So. Being a being a Sri Lankan boy, I I want to know your your answer on this: a beach house or a lake house? <laughs> I don't know why you're putting this Sri Lankan thing in front of this because uh, <laughs> I don't know, they're expecting me to say it's beach house, but I would probably say lake house. Um, Recently, Ooh. I discovered that I like uh, because legs comes with the the calmness, uh, which yeah, I think like it's something that I would enjoy. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, um, so a sports car or a yacht? Um, oh God, you're taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a sports car. Yeah. Alright, nice. TV shows <laughs> or movies? Now, this uh, since um, you're a Netflix fan, I want to know. <laughs> okay, I think. Um, movies. Movies, nice. It, it yes. takes, I mean, the the problem with TV shows <laughs> that I I find is that it just takes too long to finish it, and uh, you get hooked on it, and it's, it becomes a problem. Yes, that's 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 a major problem. And then, as well as like one more thing is that if if you if you come on the halfway, and if it is like not that good, you cannot give up on it. Like you should finish it anyway. And yeah. it's a long time commitment that you are entering into your life. So like, yeah. Okay, this is something that I I personally want to know. So, do you work out at home or at the gym? Uh, I would say home, um, because I'm not going to gym. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that it's like neither, right? <laughs> uh, I I I'm still I'll still keep home because it's it's something that I'm trying to do, not working out, but at least like a little bit more exercise. So like. <laughs> nice. Okay. So if you, okay, th- this is uh, something about eating. So I'm gonna be very specific okay. on this. So if you had one thing to eat uh, going forward for every day in your life, what would you eat? Okay, this is this is very specific dish. I like this dish very much. Um, it's 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 called bone. Uh, this is um, it's a Vietnamese dish, um, mm-hmm. and which is basically like uh, it's um, it's beef um it's 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 like a beef based dish and it's uh fried beef and it comes with a lot of 
uh, eggs and as well and as well as come with this um, French bread uh, which is pretty cool and uh, which is something that it's one of my favorite dishes from Vietnam so I, I would say I would keep eating that. Okay. Um, yeah. my, my final final rapid fire would be uh, are you excited for the life uh, in Isaac or the life after Isaac? Oh, oh this is a tricky one. Um, I'm excited for the both. You have to pick one. You have to pick one. <laughs> Um, okay, I think I'm excited for the life of Isaac because um, one thing is that, okay, life in Isaac, it's not going to be like forever, right? So you're going to live at some point. But then I think the most exciting factor would be like, oh, how we can bring this to outside world and like like implement it like with the other people out there, right? And it's going to be the real challenge. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And for the listeners, like uh, Isuru has been a staggering six years in Isaac and I'm hoping that he stays for another two, three years and then uh, he'll move on <laughs> in his life. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's it for the rapid fire round. I hope it was like uh, entertaining for you and you, you had some fun also after a good serious conversation. Okay. So moving on to the final part of this conversation. And uh, there's a famous saying, which is where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, simply, which simply what it means is that if you have the drive and the passion to do something you will end up achieving your goal and you will end up uh, doing great things in the process so finally uh israel being uh, the president of isaac in sri lanka 1819 uh, being the first regional director from isaac in sri lanka to go to isaac international and putting your mark in the world and someone who has achieved your goals and who keeps uh day, day in and out inspiring the young people in isaac in sri lanka to become better what is your me- message uh, to the membership of Isaac in Sri Lanka who would shape up and who actually are looking to create their mark and their presence and who are actually trying to find that way uh, in the future? What is your message? That, that's a lot of gravity to that question. Uh, <laughs> but I think <laughs> I understand what you mean in terms of... Um, okay, I think like um, if I can give... The best thing that I can tell is that like identify your passion, right? This is thing, right? This is about if you're absolutely sure, like this is what you want to do um, rest of your life. And then because you talk about, I think the if, you, if I look back into the organization vision, the one thing that I connected most with uh, humankind potential, um, achieving humankind potential, fulfilling humankind potential, um, which is a very, very interesting word in terms of for me, like what is humankind potential? Like it's like when it ends, like it doesn't end, like it's not supposed to end, like it, it keeps going on, right? It's, it's there, there shouldn't be an end to like your potential, right? So, and then it, like each one of us in, in this, in this world, like has given this opportunity, like to do something great. And uh, if you're wasting that doing every day, like waking up and like doing something that you really hate, and that is what you're doing for the rest of your life, then actually like that is, that is a huge waste. So I think like identify your passion and like then do what you really, really want to do. Isaac can help you with that. Isaac is a platform that actually can help you to do that. We have a lot of resources, there are a lot of people, a lot of, this is a community, like that's, that's what I like the most about this organization. It's not about like anything. It's it's all about like the you're part of this community and like, you're given this privilege to like access access to this community. Like even alumni like for like twenty years ago, like ten years ago, like talk to anyone if you say I sucker, like they will be glad to like talk to you. Um so keep exploring about yourself and ensure that you are identifying your passion. And um so I think that there is 
um yeah that is that is the thing that you can do best and then become the best version of yourself that is the most important thing like like even though like every day if you wake up and if you say oh i couldn't do this that one of my responsibility that i was supposed to do but i actually learned something out of it or actually grow something uh, i can actually see that i learned um uh something from going through this process then actually you have done contributed something so i think the we actually trying to like see like oh we, how we gonna how we gonna influence like all community of youth is by through one by one so you as part of a youth a uh, young person in this world in this country you have a responsibility to become a better version of yourself and uh, being that will be the greatest thing that you can do um it's not selfish it's it's absolutely not selfish like because uh we might have thought like oh like you should not be like better than uh people out there like maybe if there's someone who's telling you that that that's not that's not what it is like it means that i think the the greatest quote that we have been like um using in couple of years is like the the biggest fear that anyone we have is like not that we are not capable but we are um so powerful beyond, beyond our measure right so this is uh, by being better version of yourself like you inviting other people to be better versions of themselves so i think yeah that's that's the best thing that i can tell you uh, find your passion be the best version of yourself and then you're good to go thank you very much uh, for those words and um just for the listeners also what i think you have to take back from this experience is that um it is okay that sometimes in life um, you will come from certain places you will come from different scenarios of life different walks of life but if you have the courage and if you have that motivation and that belief that you want to change something and inspire yourself to uh, become much more then you can and i think uh stay suru premati like is the living example of that uh what i always have been fascinated about uh, him is that uh, his uh, simplicity his authenticity uh, has enabled him to grab the opportunities uh, humble himself be smart and learn in the process and uh, achieve what he has achieved in his life um so it's right thank you very much for being a part uh, of this podcast with us and really sharing your experience and uh, the learning and that interesting journey of what it took you to come uh, to where you are right now and definitely i'm looking forward to all the great things that you will achieve in in the life uh, during uh, your uh, these final years in isaac and also the life after isaac thank you very much uh, for being a part of uh, part of this podcast with us thank you so much arpan thank you for having me here it's a great pleasure to be here and working with you guys tilina uh yeah so really appreciate everyone and great job guys keep continue doing this uh like to see what you are doing uh, for in the future in as in sri lanka wonderful amazing and to our audience um that was it uh, for the second episode of uh, uh the through the eyes of a trendsetter uh, podcast and this is a proud production of the national showcasing team once again a huge shout out uh, and thanks uh, goes out to them um and definitely we are looking forward to seeing all the great personalities and the different kinds of conversations that we will be having throughout uh, as this podcast goes so i really uh, implore the audience uh, and our viewers to stick with us and engage and listen to different kinds of topics and um different fields of life that we will be touching in uh, as we go on um so that was it for the second episode of uh, this podcast and see you in the next one